Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. In every pair of Tecovis boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. A great pair of Western boots will elevate a casual look or add a refined flair that will draw both eyes and compliments. Tecovis boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they will last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tecovis store, where you'll be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. Come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. We also offer custom branding and leather stamping if you want to personalize your boots or fine leather goods. As spring makes its way into summer, stay cool in a short-sleeve, moisture-wicking pearl snap or make your own shade with one of their classic straw hats, new in both men's and women's styles. And if you're planning to hit the road, Tecovis's ever-growing lineup of rugged and full-grain leather bags will get you where you're headed in style and are built to last decades. Visit Tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And don't go gently, y'all. Welcome everybody to episode thirty-two. Uh, yeah, thirty-two. So pretty, pretty excited for this one. Um, it's uh, it's actually going to be our our Thanksgiving episode. So we we have sorry. We have a lot of that. No, that was probably better than the button. That was good. Yeah, that was, that was really solid, Thanks, man. You're a good friend. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. Uh, but yeah, so we have we have quite a few guests lined up. Um, for the next few episodes, uh, we just couldn't quite work things out for this one, but it was kind of good timing, uh, with it, you know, being the Thanksgiving week and all that. So, um, you know, this will be our Thanksgiving episode, you know, it'll just be us three, uh, chit chatting it and, and, uh, you know, yeah, carrying on about all the, all the good Thanksgivings and, uh, kind of prepping for the next few episodes. Cause I'm, I'm really stoked for them. We got some, yeah. We got some pretty. We got some pretty good guests. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked. Do for we those. want to say some of the guests? I don't know. Uh, yeah, man. You want to let the cat out of the bag? I mean, we can. Yeah. I mean, so we <laughs> okay. have like, yeah, we uh-huh. have uh, Rich, the dude who runs Hella Bass. Which, if you haven't listened to that podcast, it's about as raw and honest and real of a podcast as you'll ever find. It's, it's absolutely. I think, yeah. I think it's always live, but he'll just answer questions. Like he's not so concerned with like looking like super polished. And it's not to say that it's not like a lot right. of work goes into it, but it's very honest. And uh, we got the boys from Serious Angler podcast coming on. We still got the dudes from Big Bass podcast coming on. Uh, one of my favorite dudes uh, in fishing, uh, he won the, Nate, please help me out here, or Lola, help yeah. me. Is it the O2 Classic that Jay Yellis won? 
Oh yeah. I think that's right. I think that's right. I think you're, I think you're all right about that one. And that dude like embodies positivity's worth the effort before that was ever a thing. Cause it was, Oh, I think it was Oh two, Oh two, Oh three. Um, but he's fishing the classic, the classic, the super bowl of bass fishing. And he's in this little spot and I can't remember all the specificity, but basically he's got this little window of whether it was tidal or something where the water was only in a certain spot for a certain little bit of time. And a pontoon just about ran over like the stern of his boat, like almost went through Gosh. him like on pad and he didn't flip out he didn't cuss at him he didn't anything um he was just like man they're in a hurry or something and kept on fishing and won the classic crazy insane and now goodness sake now he runs a non-profit to help get kids with disabilities out fishing so wonderful what an incredible human being like that's just the coolest yeah, thing for real. yeah and then we so have awesome. um we've been talking quite a bit with chad pipkins uh who is just the embodiment of positivity and good hair i can only relate to one of those things and it ain't the hair <laughs> uh, so we've been talking to him quite a bit about coming on um oh we're we're confirming with with the homie pat schlopper oh um, yeah he's you know he's in our neck of the woods the local dog the yeah. local <laughs> the local legend that people like around these parts like check under their bed for him before turning because he just wins everything he enters and everybody we talk to i'm like does he actually win that much and they're like yes <laughs> like if he finishes yeah. a derby here he just wins it mm-hmm. uh so it'd be really cool to talk to him um uh, one of his ge- one of his good buddies one of his best buddies lonnie we're gonna have him on mm-hmm. um he is a dude we're gonna call his episode how to dominate your local club because that's exactly yeah. what he does year in and year out that's, really yeah does. that's such that's such a good title for that one. Yeah, this is yeah, what he, he does. And, and he was like, why would you want me on the show? I'm like, because you kick my butt every time we fish. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, it's pretty, it's pretty. But yeah, we got a bunch of good guests. Don't and, forget about Chip Magnet Salsa. Oh yeah, Chip Magnet Salsa. We talked about them on like episode one, dude. Yeah. T- who's yeah. Chip Magnet? Yeah, that Tell was forever ago. Um, they are just a local, yeah. in, like near us in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Right. Um, they make... Salsa started in the kitchen. Yep. I mean, it all starts in the kitchen, right? You're right. But yeah. I mean, yeah. it just was a little idea, and now it's just this. Now it's like a legit crazy, business. Like they it's sell it everywhere. at grocery stores. It's, in, it's on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and they have like the coolest name, like Garlicious for like the garlic yeah. one. And um, what's that? What's the hot one? I can't remember. It's something funny, but know. man, it's good. It's so good. It's like super it's, flavorful. Go ahead. So it's so. It's. I was just gonna say it's so funny too. Uh, me and the wife, we were just at the grocery store last night, yesterday, picking up groceries. We did uh, some chicken fajitas on the black on the Blackstone. And I'm like, we need some salsa. Like, we need some chips and salsa. We'll yeah. kind of snack while you know, wild stuff's cooking. Mm-hmm. And we're like sorting through like the salsas on the aisle. And yeah. I'm like, man, I wish there were some chip magnet in these aisles. <laughs> yes. Like, I wish I, I can't believe it's not, honestly. Oh, for real, yeah. yeah. I might have to talk to the uh, to the manager here at the local Hy-Vee and, and yeah. get, get him up on that. Yeah, they, there's, yeah. A, there's a whole bunch of it at the Hy-Vee here. And just the name. It's the simplest, cleverest, perfectest name ever for a salsa. <laughs> chip magnet? Yeah. Come on, dude. Yeah. 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 So I, love, have, I love it. Yeah. yeah. We got them coming on. So we have yeah. an awesome roster of people that we want to have on and um, make no mistake about it. And I don't say this from any point of like, 
pride or like cockiness, um, but we're not out there asking every single dude who fishes to be on the podcast. We're not going after every pro angler. We don't send out 40 text messages and, and, and Instagram, Instagram messages to like every dude who's ever held a rod and reel. We really only go after people um, that we think would be great fits. Oh, um, Chancey Walter, uh, Walters, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's, yeah, a, yeah. he's an opens angler. The only one fishing the 2024 opens from the state of Iowa is Chancey. And he's about the funniest, most charismatic, smart hunter, intelligent dude. He's going to be on the show. Um, But we're just, we're, you know, we're excited to have people who fit the vibe. So, yeah. Um, Okay. Well, I just want to remind everybody that the shop is open. Hey. So TacklinTacos.com. Get a shirt, get a hat, get some stickers, sticker sheets. They're great stocking stuffers. Come on. So yeah, Yeah, get them. Do yeah. it. Uh, we're going to have specials for Black Friday where you can go to our shop. That'll and be And you can buy one and pay for that one. <laughs> yeah, you can pay for the shipping. <laughs> so it's a Black Friday special. We opened our shop 10 seconds ago, so we ain't yeah. got no Black Friday yeah. specials other than the fact that we have inventory. We have a black shirt. Yeah, and, and me and Nate are black. So that's a Friday <laughs> special. It, yeah. So all pretty special, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that all works out. <laughs> Oh, sorry. I thought it was Nate. Oh. Sorry for the awkward silence. I'll cut that. I'll cut yeah, that out. That's good. Beep. What's that one thing you did on the shout out one time? Boop. Boop. Yeah. So we'll boop, boop that. Boop. Uh, yeah. But our uh, our sponsors, um, like always, truly, uh, same thing there as like guests. We're not going out and like shotgunning, asking everybody that we talk to, hey, sponsor us, sponsor us. Although I would take a sponsorship from Guac and Roll. You know hey, what I'm yo, saying? Guac and Roll. <laughs> they hooked it up. We're like, you can have. You know what I'm saying. Once two, a week. Two meals a week. A just, week. I'd be yeah. like, make it faux, and we're in. <laughs> right. <laughs> they got to pay us like everybody else do. We just want that guag, though. Anyway, um, Giltech, Hook and Arrow Supply, um, they're two separate things, but they're owned by the same dude. I'm wearing a Hook and Arrow Supply uh, hoodie right now. It's probably my favorite hoodie. It's just a super clean, simple logo. They have dope apparel, dope gear, and... It's owned and run by a dude who is just about as honest and hardworking of an American as you'll ever find. Um, Incredible jigs, uh, incredible Ned stuff, great uh, shop that he actually has. Look him up, hookandarrowsupply.com. Kenai Coolers, which of course is owned by, run by Grizzly Coolers, made in the USA. And we've said this before, but Kenai offers colors um, and sizes that you're just not going to find anywhere else. Right now I'm looking at a awesome, like, kind of Charlotte Hornets teal colored one and a red one and we use the crap out of those things so make sure you go to grizzlycoolers.com you can get 10% off your entire order by using the code WCB and transition that into the fact that we love our friends at Working Class Bowhunter Um, the fact that they were coming up with a network after the amount of success and hard work that they've put in with podcasting. And they were like asking us like, Hey, will you guys do a fishing podcast? That's awesome. Um, so we said it. Heck yeah. Yeah. I mean, we said it last week too, but, uh, about the shop, all of our stuff is run through them, all of our apparel. So, um, you can't just like stop by the garage and be like, let me get a shirt. Like I ain't got a shirt. You know, like I, I have a shirt for me, but like we don't have it here. So like the working class boys are actually over all that, which is pretty awesome of them to do that for us. For sure. Um, so working class bowhunter.com, you can check out their shop. They have a ton of cool merch. A lot of it is designed by, um, 
meh, <laughs> which I, I love working meh. with those dudes. And uh, we got a couple new ones that I just did for them. I don't know if they're coming out yet, but one is like a, a Euro Mount Buck Skull, uh, but it's in like super abstract colors. So instead of like a white skull with white antlers, it's like a gray and dark gray skull and the antlers are like teal and light blue and all this. I just thought it was cool looking. And then I put like a topo map in the background. Um, that's coming out soon if it's not already, but check them boys out. So for sure. Heck yeah. Yeah. Definitely check them boys out. And, uh, while you're at it, go ahead and, and, uh, check out our social, um, yeah. Facebook, Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, and YouTube, all tackling tacos. Uh, you know, that's their, that's where they can find us. So, yep. uh, definitely, definitely, uh, definitely check us out on the Facebook and Instagram. That's definitely where we're posting most of our content, uh, daily stories. Yeah. Uh, uploads, new reels. I mean, we, we, we're trying to do it all, trying to, trying to stay on the, uh, on the grind as everyone else is. So for sure. Yeah. And as far as YouTube, you can go on there and check out our like video podcasts with Mm -hmm. Gussie and Brandon Polinick and, all of those people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so. some people actually like watching podcasts. I usually yeah. listen to them because I'm driving. But yeah. if you like watching them and you like seeing kind of behind the scenes and seeing people like as they move and mannerisms. And then like the one with Gussie, you know, like he walked us really through. Personal. It does. He walked us through his boat, yeah. showed us his Ned rig setup. Brandon Polinick showed us a whole bunch of stuff like that um, rod that nobody else yeah. had ever seen that he used so for cool. so long. that had, I think he said seven um, guides with like three inserts. The rest were all broken <laughs> out. And He's so that right. stuff was all available on our YouTube. Um, so that's a big one. Yeah. And Heck yeah, I'm, I'm one of those, uh, I'm one of those you're a heroes that I am a watcher. Yep. Yeah. If it's a, if it's a, uh, a podcast that has a video option, that's what I'm doing. So yeah, right one on. of those, one of those odd birds. So that's not odd. I think it's cool. Yeah. It, it just makes it, like I said, like more personal. You almost feel more yeah. connected. I yeah. don't know. I'm not saying that audio podcasts are bad, but if the video option is <laughs> there. Right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, also, it is, I'm going to give a shout out to Dominic. Yeah, Our oldest son yeah. turns 13 oh, boy, boy, boy. on Friday. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Over here crying. Yeah. yeah, it's like celebratory, but also like, why well, are you a teenager? Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. awesome. And then so ne- cool. next week we'll be saying happy birthday to Kennedy. But yeah. it's funny because our oldest two, they'll be the same age because we have a blended family. They'll be the yeah. same age for six, six days. days. Yeah. <laughs> they'll yeah. both Dom be 13. 24, not years old. <laughs> no, date, on the 24. 24th. Yeah. And then Kennedy is 30th. So they're yep. yeah, the same age for just a little window. Yeah. It's really funny. Yeah. But huge shout out to Dom. We love you like happy crazy, birthday. dude. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're really proud of the yeah, you Happy birthday. Yeah. Fishing, <laughs> hunting, going outside, all that. And yet you still have a good, strong shoe game. So I'm I'm very proud Ayo. of you. Yeah. Extra strong. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, so before we get into tonight's topic, which like Nate said, we had some stuff lined up and then it's, it's life. Schedules shift, things happen, things move around. Um, and I was actually kind of excited because it's, it's Thanksgiving. Let's talk Thanksgiving. Um, but before we get there, let's, let's, you know, this is tackle and tacos. Let's talk tackle. Let's talk fishing, um, specific. Um, how do you fish around Thanksgiving time? And by that, you know, it's just kind of a way of saying, how do you fish cold water? A lot of times when you hear people on podcasts or videos or, excuse me, whatever. It's usually cold water, like springtime cold water. It's like beginning of the year. It's not necessarily, hold on, water break, cold water break, cold water. <laughs> oh, this wasn't planned. No, that's good. <laughs> um, cold water, people usually talk about beginning of the year, and the tactics in fall aren't that dissimilar. Um, but we just want to hit you with a couple of ways that we like to catch fish 
around this time of year, if you're so blessed to be able to go out and fish now, um, if your stuff's not iced yet or, you know, whatever. So, you know, there's the obvious ones like jerk baits and spinner baits. Some of the juicy things you can do to shift them up a little bit is with jerk baits. I've, I've given this juice up before, um, but I will put sometimes on like a, on a mega bass vision, 110 plus one, or just any kind of deeper diving. Um, people sleep on husky jerks or X wraps, those Rapala crank, uh, jerk baits. And they're awesome. Yeah. Almost, almost considered old school nowadays. Yeah. And they're, and they're awesome yeah. and they're cheap. Heck yeah. What? Husky jerk? Yeah, husky jerk. <laughs> yeah, husky jerk, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I, I know. What it's almost inappropriate that? sounding, right? It almost <laughs> sounds inappropriate. I remember the first time, uh, I, I think I've, I don't know if I've shared this story on here, but, um, the first time I ever saw a husky jerk, my uncle Brad, uh, who used to be, I don't think he is as much now at all, but he used to be really kind of like me, like obsessive with fishing on the cutting edge of fishing tackle and lures and blah, 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 blah. Um, and he brought up to Hayward, Wisconsin, on our annual fishing pilgrimage, he brought with a couple husky jerks, and he showed me that they are neutrally buoyant. Oh, yes. I do remember this, but I don't I was know like, if you share that on here. Yeah, and I was like, what do you mean neutral? And he's like, well, what crankbaits do you throw? And I said something like, you know, bomber fat A's or long A's or just whatever. And he's like, and when you stop, when you stop reeling them, what happens? I'm like, well, they float back up to the surface. And then he's like, well, do you ever throw jigs? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, what happens if you stop reeling those? I'm like, they sink. And he's like, this, when you stop reeling it, it just stops in the water. And it was almost like... Like, wait, what? Nah. And then he took, <laughs> yeah. me, he, yeah, he took me off the dock and was like, look. And he like gave it a couple jerks. I think he was throwing like a spinning rod too. Um, gave it a couple jerks and it stopped. And like, I almost passed out. <laughs> little Jordy. I was like, this doesn't make how this doesn't make sense, yeah. you know, whatever. But anyway, Husky jerks are still dope. And X wraps, which is like, they're a little bit more like slashy, um, jerk bait. They're still dope. And they come in a million different colors and configurations. But anyway, any kind of deeper diving, I think it works better. I'll put a suspend dot on the underside of the bill, which will tip the bait forward just a little bit. You don't want it a ton, but a little bit. And I find that when I do that, um, I can control control how deep I get it just a little bit more and then I can make sure as I'm popping it and please pop your jerk baits on slack line you want to hear that pop them you want to you want to pop them things on slack line um obviously as you're fishing a jerk bait too and maybe it's not obvious um throw your bait out reel it down to the depth and then start popping you don't like let it hit the water and start jerking that doesn't work you want to you want to chuck it out there crank it down to depth and then start whack whack and usually the colder the water not always but usually the colder the water you want to wait longer in between your pops um anyway um but then also yeah, if anybody if anybody has like a question on like what jordan means by like on slack line or anything like that i i'm gonna i'm gonna give a shout out kvd okay the, uh the goat the goat of fishing he yeah, has he's a freak a foot off yeah and his, his jerk bait game is is you know part none, none. for sure yeah, but yeah. exactly exactly but uh so he has he has a video on youtube somewhere it, it's really short maybe it's less than 10 minutes i mean it's a okay. shorter video where you can really get in depth where he's he's showing you the action the snap how to point the rod back to the bait to give yep. it that slack line and everything so it's it's an awesome video. Shout out KVD on that one. And, you know, anybody looking to, to learn how to, you know, snap and, and jerk a jerk bait, 
check that video out. I guess it, it's I awesome. have a video I'm going to check out. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> I will say too, man, when you start getting bites on jerk bait, uh, on a jerk bait, especially when you get them when it's not moving, it is it can be absolutely addicting. Like if you if you're like whack whack yeah, whack 100%. and then stop it and it doesn't move and then they come up but like. I mean, even that like little lost grove in Iowa where I've caught two pounders on jerk baits. I mean, if it's on slack line and you're chilling, they'll pull the rod out of your hands. I mean, they just come through yeah. it like they're like they're doing like a like a form perfect tackle on a dude. Like like hit at the waist and keep pushing through it. Like they just whack, they run through it. It's so fun. Um, but yeah, so jerk baiting, whatever. And then also um, this time of year, I really really enjoy throwing a spinner bait. Um, and one of the juicy things about a spinner bait, just like any lure out there, you don't have to just chuck it and wind it back in, uh, in cold water. I like a little bit heavier spinner bait cause I like it to be a little lower in the water column. And then I also really like to, um, helicopter it, which means you basically, you pull your rod on, I do this on tight line. You pull your rod tip up and then as you let your rod tip back down, you reel on the slack. So your, your spinner bait's going up in the water column and then it's kind of helicoptering back down and then up in the water column and then helicoptering back down as opposed to a straight retrieve. I don't know why I have better luck with that in cold water, but that's, that's how I do it. Nate, give us some, give us some, um, jig juice. Uh, I mean, I'm not, I'm not the the jig guy, although yes, I have are. over the last few yes, over the last few years, I've 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 become uh, increasingly confident in uh, in the jig. So um, it's it, it's really similar to you know to jerkbait fishing in a sense, to where um, the colder the water, typically the slower the action you put on the jig. Um, you know, throw it out, cast it, let it sink to the bottom, and then between your hops, uh, you know, off the bottom as as if you're imitating a crawfish yeah. uh, or something, you just, just kind of, you know, slower hops, maybe not uh, as erratic or as high as you would do it in like warmer water temps, but kind of smaller, smaller pops, uh, you know, to where it's not, it's not moving a far distance at once, but it's kind of yeah. skipping across the bottom, yep. small yep. little, little hops. And, uh, you know, any, any type of, any type of crawfish color, I feel like uh, as the water gets, colder this time of year it also gets clearer so you want to stick True. with more natural more natural colors yeah, uh, my i would say my go-to color is going to be like that uh like magic cross swirl color mm-hmm. a lot of companies make it uh it's, it's a green pumpkin it's like a blue yeah like pearlish blue uh, yeah it's not it's not yeah. light blue but it's like a, it's like a faded navy if that makes any sense <laughs> It like is, how do you describe yeah, yeah. that? Yeah. Like milky it's like an iridescent. Yeah, milky. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way of saying it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like an iridescent milky blue, but it's got a pearl and it's got some shimmer and shine in yeah. it. And it really, really works well with that green pumpkin. No doubt. Um, and a lot of a lot of cold water craws will start to, to turn uh, a bluish tint uh, to them. So yeah. it's an awesome color. Um, again, you know, your green pumpkins, your browns, your reds, those are, those are another couple good colors. Yeah. Uh, you know, for jig and, and kind of like Jordan said, uh, you know, he, you know, with the spinner bait, he likes to throw a, a heavier spinner bait, mm-hmm. kind of the same thing with the jig, uh, to where you'll go a little bit heavier so that you can kind of work it a little bit slower, but it's still kind of creating, uh, you know, more commotion on the bottom as yeah. if you were snapping it or popping it or really, really mm-hmm. jerking it and, and working it hard. So it's, uh, you know, those are a couple little tips, uh, I would say, 
for the jig. If you're, uh, if you're going to throw the jig like me, I'm a, I, I, I kind of, I don't know. I don't know what it is over the last few years. Maybe I'm getting older is what it is, but I've, I've become increasingly more patient and, and that, that really helps with that cold water. Yeah. Uh, you have you know, to. Yeah. Yeah. That cold water bite, it, it really helps. And, you know, whether you're fishing this, this late fall winter transition or you're fishing, you know, early, early spring, um, you know, like we've done in the past, it's kind of the same sort of deal, like being patient, being able to, you know, work it, uh, you know, slow, but kind of still have, you know, have some confidence in mm-hmm. it. Uh, what, uh, what trailer do you throw, Jordan, this time of year? On uh, a jig? Yeah, I mean, it depends. I usually try and go with something really crayfishy. Uh, I think okay. that they yeah, yeah. just work better. There's that one by uh, Berkeley. It's like a really stupid name. I feel like they couldn't figure out what to call it, so it's called like Shape 34 <laughs> or something. It's, so, yeah, it's right. And I'm like, that's such a dumb name, but I think it works really well. Uh, and it is, I mean, super, super crayfishy. Um, but like the general rule of thumb for jig trailers is in warmer water, have more action on it. In colder water, have less action on it. That doesn't mean it can't be like a certain size or chunky or whatever but you don't want one that's got a ton a ton of stuff flying all over the place um, otherwise um, sometimes I don't do it that much but sometimes I'll even use um, one of my favorite flipping baits which is the missile baits d-bomb I'll like cut a little bit of it off like on the sides so it's not as like wide um, but those yeah, a little less bulky yeah a little less bulky to kind of fit under the skirt on a jig but those shapes seem to work really well uh net bait pack a craw that's another really good one doesn't move a ton but it looks really crayfishy in the water hmm. yep yeah that's exactly i'm exactly the same way i'll throw i'll throw something in that that crawfish style bait um but i do like i like something with a little bit larger um and flatter yeah. pictures sure. uh, if you will so so kind of summertime or uh you know that that spring to spring to summer kind of transition where yeah. the water is really heating up you'll you know throw something that kind of has like ribs on it or like um paddles or something that kind of catches the water and really makes those, those paddles kick yeah uh the exact opposite typically is, is ideal for that colder water where you want something kind of flatter yeah um kind of kind of wider and it kind of just floats and flutters in the water yeah real it kind slow, of moves methodical. with the bait not its own little exactly. like spin. yeah 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 so so that's that's uh i mean that's probably the the gist of the jig juice um i'd say uh you know aside from there uh this this time of year i if i'm not throwing a jig uh something slow and and you know hopping it i'm i'm gonna slow wind a boot tail swim bait and that's okay. probably one of my favorite things to throw yeah, this you've been doing that forever i remember I, we used to I do have, that yeah. we would go out on like a flat somewhere in the cold and you would do that and i, I was just like so bored because you, you're just literally <laughs> cranking it and like reeling it back yep. in and i'm like dude this is boring and you then you'd be like catching them i'm like all right i'll try it yeah <laughs> bang 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 yeah yeah, yeah just like it, a, it like was a straight it was something head yeah exactly yeah so i'll, I'll throw i'll throw just a uh, as basic as it gets, just a round ball jig head. Yep. You can throw, you know, whatever brand you like. It, you know, it doesn't really matter. Um, I'll throw, I'll, I'll throw, I'll throw the Guild Tech ones. Yeah, uh, so those, are, those are probably one of my favorites. And if I don't have any of the Guild Techs, uh, BMC is another one that they make a, you know, a really nice, you know, simple basic ball head. Yeah. Uh, you know, swim bait. Um, 
but yeah, like the like the gill tech, uh, you know, boot tail swim bait. Like a, I like the smaller size, like three and a half uh, yeah, inch. Yeah, I was gonna say that's um, somewhere in that three inch range in the cold. It, exactly. Yep, three to three and a half inch in that colder water, and just a slow wind, as slow as you can get it to where it's just hovering off the bottom. Obviously, you don't want to, you know. Work it too slow to where you're getting a bunch of snags or something like but that. Wait, you why, work it just, why that size? Why were you guys like, yeah, definitely like three, yeah. three and a half? Like, why? How do you, what? <laughs> yeah, so it, that's, a, that's a really good question. So, typically, this time of year, uh, the <laughs> forage, the forage that the, the bass are chasing is that smaller size. Uh-huh. So, as everybody says, you know, years and years growing up, whatever, yeah. match the hatch exactly. Okay. So, that, that smaller, that smaller forage, that smaller bait matches that. Um, really well so you know downsize Cute. a little bit okay. work work it slow look super natural in the water and it's a really easy meal to come up and just just pop and it's something that for me it, like you know kind of like jordan said super boring but honestly it took <laughs> it took me a little bit to, <laughs> it took me a little bit to kind of get the confidence in it it's like you're throwing this little swim bait all it's doing is kicking its tail it doesn't have anything chattering nothing vibrating right. nothing you know rattling you know it's not making any noise like how does it attract the fish and I think that's exactly it. Like it's attracting fish because it looks so natural and it's not making all this commotion, yeah. all this ruckus, all this yep. noise that they've heard all season long. You know, right. they've, they've, yeah, they've they listened to yep. your chatterbait, they've subtle. listened to your chatterbaits and your square bills all season long. And now all of a sudden you're throwing something that's really subtle and quiet and moving supernatural through the water. And again, it's like that. It's just an easy, easy meal yep. uh, for them to pick up and eat. I'll, but also, uh, but also really, don't ever talk bad about square bills, please. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not. I, I'm not talking bad about the square bill. My I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Fish. You know. Yeah, I wouldn't bad. You know, bad mouth your chartreuse blue or nothing there like that. I, 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 I never. never I, <laughs> I'd never do that. Yeah. Uh, making sure. Also, yeah. one real quick thing um, <laughs> that we didn't really mention, but like in in the cold, at least like where we live and you know nate's not that far from us but in the midwest like he said that was a great point the water gets clearer um gets colder i honestly believe and i don't know if there's any truth to this this could be just completely between my ears but i believe that (laughs) when you if you are going out and catching panfish crappies bluegills whatever i think they taste better out of colder water i don't know if that's a, a thing or if it's just i don't know a weird belief that I hold. I think to. I've heard people say that, like yeah. catch that, them out that, of cold water or the ice or whatever. Yeah, I think they taste they're just better. better. And it's like, but are they? Yeah, I don't I, know. That's a good question. I wonder. I wonder what makes people think that because I feel like anybody who eats fish knows that fact. Like yeah. everybody yeah, who everybody eats fish it. believes the colder the water, the better the fish tastes. And, yeah. I, and I don't disagree at all. But like, I wonder what it is might about just be, water might just that be in our brains. Exactly. But, yeah, but yeah. As, as the water gets clear, what I will say is uh, largemouth and smallmouth, they both tend to do it. Um, but in fall and dropping temperatures, 40-degree water, whatever, they'll school up. And so all I was going to say for a bit of my Thanksgiving fishing juice is use your electronics. And I don't mean just the dreaded, sinful, forward-facing sonar. Um, uh, by the way, shout out, shout out to Mike Iconelli for his um, <laughs> Halloween show where he had somebody. Uh, was it Milliken that actually did it? I thought it was Milliken who dressed up as, yeah, as, what as he, what Randy Blockett. Randy Blockhead or yeah, yeah Randy. Blockhead or something. He's, he's yeah. a forward poke sonar. Um, yeah. But anyway, um, I don't hate forward facing sonar. But anywho, use your electronic side imaging, <sighs> mapping if you know areas, but like 
sometimes you can cover a lot of water and not catch anything. Um, you should be out looking a little bit because a lot of times they're going to school up. And so what will happen is you might not be picking them off left, right from this dock to that point to whatever. But if you can spend enough time with your electronics, graphing, scanning, um, you can find a school and then you can just set up shop. Then you can just go to work, but it might take a little bit of looking around before you get to that point. Last one, the secrety juice that oh isn't that boy. secrety, but is kind of secrety. <laughs> wow. Lola, say the word secrety. Secrety. That's not go a ahead, word. Give you it made to it us. sound pretty. Thank you. Um, but the secrety juice, that is Lola's favorite juice. Oh, now they're going to know what it is. Well, yeah, but not exactly what you're about to say, okay. though. Okay. Yeah. It's the jackhammer. <laughs> that you catch every fish you've ever caught on. Hey. One day you're going to catch like a... the jackhammer. Yeah, seriously. One day you're going to catch like a one pound crappie and be like, yeah, I caught on a jackhammer. Like, no, you didn't. It's like the only thing you ever throw. You're going to throw it in the ice this year. You're going to throw it at a deer and kill a deer with it? I might. You probably could. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, honey. Yeah. Anyway, but keep going. Sorry. it's the one and a quarter ounce yeah. version. Totally not one that anybody yeah, throws. Yeah, but and you want the yeah. least action trailer that yeah. you can. Yeah. Like, put that on it. Yeah, agreed. And then throw it on rocky flats, of course. Yeah. Yeah, this time of year. Or, like, hard bottoms. Yeah. Let it sink to the bottom and then basically just slowly crank it in. Yep. It's a monster. Yeah with, yeah, with that ounce and a quarter, it doesn't take long either. So, no, it so gets it's down something that you can. Yep, and it and it, it 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 gives a little bit more resistance too. So you can you can keep it in that strike zone for a really long right. time. That's a that's a really good one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And the cool thing about it too is we were just talking about like downsizing, like your you know your Kitek or your whatever swim bait. Um, which, by the way. Um, I like Kitex a lot, but they kind of remind me of the original Yamamoto Cinco's. Awesome action, whatever, but man, they get torn up quick. Like, mm. real quick. So they're, quick. They're so Golly, dope, though. So I'm not going to say a bad word about them, but they do get torn up a little quicker. Hmm. Uh, but we were saying how downsizing there, and you might be thinking, well, isn't that kind of contradictory? Because now you're talking about this one and a quarter ounce jackhammer, but really the bait itself isn't really any bigger. The head's no, a little it's just bigger. Heavier. Yeah, the head's a little bigger yeah. to accommodate yeah. that weight, but the yep. bait itself isn't like this four inch long thing yeah. with like a seven aught monster hook it's not that at all it's the same jackhammer it's just way heavier and it's going to catch you some fish it's going to catch fish that's mm-hmm. that's unequivocal especially if you end up finding um those schools we were just talking about the aforementioned schools um you throw a jackhammer off the bottom slowly moving and like lola was saying which is a great point um not to have a super floppy jalopy trailer, but um, like um, I can't even remember what it's called, but Rappala just released that new line of soft plastics called Crush City. And I can't remember what that, that one bait is, but um, Jacob Wheeler won a tournament on it before it was released. But it's like that sort of, um, I don't know what you want to call it, almost like a boot tail yeah. swim bait, but it's like a pencil tip at the end. There's no tail. There's yeah, no so nothing. the... the I- as far as I know, I guess I'm not going to say the originator of that bait, but yeah. the company that, that really kind of put that bait on the map was, uh, I believe it's Hog Farmer Baits. Okay. Oh, um, yeah, the Spunk Shed? The Spunk Shed, yeah. yeah. And that's that same sort of, you know, straight tail swim bait, you know, no boot, no nothing, just a straight, like you're saying, kind of pencil cylindrical uh, tail, mm-hmm. and it's, man. Something, something about that thing in, in the cooler water. I, I you know, I, I literally saw it in action the last tournament of the year. Okay. You know, thir- 34 degrees, that blast off, uh, you know, so it, it's cool, super cool morning. 
and my partner was throwing the uh, the spunk shad on his oh. uh, on his mini max, and uh, you know, which is smaller version uh, chatterbait, which too. is is awesome. Yeah, it's really it's really, really awesome. Compact. But yeah, he was he was legit getting bites. I think I might have mentioned this on our last podcast or a couple a couple podcasts ago because that turned out a little while ago. But he was he was legit getting bites like. I, I, maybe 10 to one, eight to one. Wow. Like Jeez. he was, mm. and it was, that was like the only difference. Like I'm, we're throwing similar colors. We're working them in similar uh, fashions, throwing them in, in the same exact areas. He, he'd throw it on the left side. I'd throw it on the right side. He'd throw it on the right side. I'd throw it on the left side. But that was the, that was the biggest difference was the, the swim bait. Um, that trailer and, not and moving the, all over. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. And it was getting destroyed. It was, wow. it was pretty, it was pretty cool to see. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that I'm, I'm pretty sure hog farmer was, was like the first one to kind of come out with that sort of, um, soft body swim bait without yep. a boot tail. Essentially. But yeah, that, if you that new one, that new one by Crush City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could you very, could really very easily do that. Yeah. yeah, you could just modify your own one. What were you going to say about the Crush City one, though? Uh, yeah, yeah. Crush City came out with that with that new one. I can't think of what the name of it is either. Um, but man, it, it, it's a it, it's a little bit different um, profile because you know your typical Kitex or even that Spunk Shad or I think um, I think Missile Baits like teamed up with Hog Farmer to make their own Spunk Shad sold as. Yeah. Uh, missile base as well now too but it's there's you know is your normal like round body style um you know swim bait where the crush city one is like flat sided so it, it kind of like it like the body it's like shim- flat sided but it has ribs it's called the freeloader by the way the rapala freeloader freeloader yeah yeah and, yeah, we, but and yeah, we do so. sell them at shields too uh, you know yeah. for like a local shout spot out there. shout out yeah. shields dude yeah. Yeah. shields.com yeah. we got them there so yeah uh, oh, all right wait, so let's hold on sorry okay, my if bad. you go, guys go, go. No, if you guys use these techniques mm-hmm. like and catch a fish send us a picture yeah, or if dope. you have other techniques that you really like in cold water like let us know we would love to like you know see the fish you catch yeah, or what you like to do growing together yeah yeah absolutely i love that yeah and i think you're spot on lola like, get get deep with it but the the jackhammer is your juice, so you can kind of like yeah. use the same thing, but just a little bit different. Um, what's your favorite color of jackhammer? Firecraw. Yeah, and firecraw could work this time of year with like red crayfish. What was I for Halloween? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, Halloween. You were a black, black blue. blue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was I for Halloween? Lola yeah. dressed up as a jackhammer, made a blade, uh, made like the skirt, everything. It was really cute and really funny. Thanks, honey. Yeah, it was really. Good. It was that was super dope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's pretty fun. Yeah, we have a few of the ounce and a quarter uh, jackhammers, and the one that I use the most is Height Delight. By far my favorite jackhammer color. Mm. It just seems to work in every single water clarity, whether that's deep, shallow, milky, muddy, chocolate milk, or clear as gin. It just works. I don't know. It's a really versatile it, color. It really does. Yeah, that's that's easily my favorite color too. And this year, uh, more so out of like necessity than than choice, mm. is I'm typically one to I really like. I'll match my uh, trailer with the color bait that I'm yeah, throwing. Yeah. So if I'm throwing, I'm throwing a white bait. I'm throwing a white trailer, right. or you know something in that same Not realm. Green pumpkin, Not green pumpkin. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I really just <laughs> like the way the contrast works. So this <laughs> this season, 
I actually, I got to a point where I was throwing the beehive line. I was throwing like a, uh, you know, a bluegill colored, um, you know, boot tail swim bait trailer on the back okay. of it. And I actually ran out. I think I was fishing with a buddy in, 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 you know, out of their boat. I didn't have all my plastics with me. Oh, yeah. And I ran out of that color. Uh-oh. So I just put on, I just put on a white one. I oh, just that, put on like the pearl. I was like, going to say, did that hurt you? <laughs> exactly. I just, <laughs> I just put on like a pearl white, you know, swim bait, yeah. you know, just same, same size, same length that I had before. Um, so I put that on and, uh, and just started smashing up. Like it was really? a huge difference. Mm. Absolutely. Uh. It was so, it was so crazy. Yeah. I first, pers- I'm right there with you. I personally hated it as well, but I was like, Huh, I guess I'll try. Keep and it was, it, it was exactly <laughs> yeah. after that. I like, I fished that same, that same beehive delight with the white swim bait trailer on it. For like the next, the like next two tournaments. Yeah, yeah, it, was, it, was, yeah. it is too. So, so I, I think, you know, I've, I've kind of heard it before, but like, you know, your colors don't have to match perfectly. You they can don't. mix them up when, well, you know, whatever works, uh, whatever, and more so whatever you're confident in. And that's the kind of the deal is I've always been confident in it, matching those, colors together uh, but in you know a couple tournaments in a row where i had to That's had to switch it up and it, it worked yeah it was, it was awesome it was it was really cool it's funny how stuff you learn sometimes out of like not necessarily accident but like you weren't planning on it i think i told that story no yeah with, uh, jake devolder shout out uh, at his land in illinois uh these old strip mines we have a video of it i think on on our uh youtube it's like a really old video back before we were doing the podcast and stuff and i brought out some uh missile bait d-bombs and bruiser flash which is that black blue color and i got bit off not like broke my line but like they took the soft plastics i only had like four or five in the boat like an idiot uh and then he's like oh i got these and they were berkeley uh chigger craws and i was like oh dude i don't want to use those and then i'll bet you i caught more more frequently on the chigger crawl than mm. i did on the d-bomb but my brain was so locked on that one lure and so then now yeah i have a bunch of chigger crawls in the boat because they work and i probably wouldn't have figured it out if i wouldn't have run out that one time yeah it's just funny how that stuff works but it is that's wild <clears throat> all right let's get to the thanksgiving stuff let's do it um the really brief history of Thanksgiving. Oh. And obviously, I know that there is some people who would say, yeah, but Thanksgiving was this, or it actually worked this way. But the kind of generic, okay. ultra brief history of where Thanksgiving started, um, it's the event that Americans commonly call like the first Thanksgiving was celebrated by the pilgrims. Right now, all I'm seeing is like little kids in like a play with like so the, right, with, yeah, with, like, yeah. the <laughs> construction paper, <laughs> tall hats, Aww. and the, yeah, little belt on them. Um, but it was the first Thanksgiving was celebrated by the pilgrims after their first harvest, meaning after they harvested crops in the new world, America in November of 1621. I was born three years later. Oh. So weird. Um, <laughs> this, uh, this whole celebration, you know, and that is kind of amazing. I mean, imagine traveling across the ocean, setting up a new lands, not being sure what you're running into and you're able to actually have a harvest. You're actually able to yield some crops. Yeah, of course you're going to celebrate. Um, the feast that we call Thanksgiving lasted for three days and it was attended by, they say, you know, this probably isn't unequivocal, but by na- uh, 90 native American Wampanoag people. Uh, I'm very sorry for butchering that. And um, 53 survivors of the Mayflower, which is pilgrims. That was the first ever Thanksgiving. Um, why? Why did our Thanksgiving get shortened? To one day? Yeah, that's lame, dude. Three days? Yeah, come be, on. Yeah, let's, let's, let's go. Get fat for three days. Like. 
Give me all yeah, those rolls really and mashed like taters. Yeah. yeah, that'd be really fun. <laughs> that'd be really good. Um, yeah. Go ahead, Nate. Yeah, so like, uh, you know, some may ask, like, why is the turkey the food for Thanksgiving? Yeah, why is it? Exactly. So, uh, yeah, so apparently it started around the original Thanksgiving, just like George just said, you know, the, you know, the first first Thanksgiving, 19, or, uh, 1621. Um, but it was, it was uh, an indigenous bird that was uh, extremely plentiful and, and much larger than your typical chicken, duck, or, or, or goose, uh, you know, that would have been running around that. Know, that yeah. kind of time frame yeah. so it, it was able to to feed a lot more with you know oh, they didn't yeah. need 15 chickens they you know, just needed a few birds you know yeah, few yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah so, so that's exactly yeah really really smart resourceful and uh you know again hey you know having something that's indigenous and right there for you so um you know they they provided you know all kinds of good stuff you know edible eggs uh you know all the all the things all the fixings yeah. uh, all the fixings. that you could that you could do with the bird so that's you know it uh you know that that that's why the turkey was uh that's where it was chosen the chosen one the chosen chosen meat and then now every year in america they do that stupid (laughs) ceremonial where the president pardons one turkey that's so dumb right yeah or whatever i'm cool or nowadays yeah or nowadays why everybody's thinking of like what can we substitute the turkey for like i'm gonna say let's have taco thanksgiving yeah you know what is out there that 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 would be pretty awesome. Yeah, man. Be so pretty legit. Taco Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I think one year we did we did prime rib Thanksgiving. Thanks, son. Oh, you fancy? Was, did yeah, you put it on paper yeah, plates? That, uh, <laughs> I, I don't. I think there was a little bit too much au jus. For I was say prime rib doesn't time. sound good on a plate. That yeah. sounds yeah, my like, hands yeah, are wet sounds like just mush. thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, like mushing <laughs> into your exactly. jeans or whatever you're eating. Yeah, for yeah, sure. I think there's a little bit too much au jus uh, for the uh, yeah. for the paper plate, yeah. but. You know, otherwise, absolutely, definitely would have gone paper plate on. <laughs> okay, paper plate gang. Hey, so a few yeah. months ago, we did a we did a podcast uh, called "How to Lose a Bass Tournament." And um, it was super funny. We posted like the thumbnail and Brandon uh, Polinick like messaged us. He's like, oh, I get it. So if I do the opposite, I'll win. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, thanks, buddy. <laughs> that is, that's what we we're shooting for. Yeah. Um, so tonight. We're going to be brief. This won't take super long, but, um, you know, it's, it's that time of year, man. And I love press and pause to celebrate Thanksgiving. I love Halloween. I love Christmas and New Year's. Like, this time of year is fun, so let's actually focus on it. Tonight is brrr, how to ruin Thanksgiving. Oh, my god! How to ruin Thanksgiving. We're going to give you one, two, three, four points. There's one that's like two and a half or we'll bounce back to it. <laughs> but a few points, a few ideas on how you, yes, you listening, you too can ruin your Thanksgiving. Let's do it. Let's go. So the question is, are we starting from number one, like the, yeah. the, the most likely thing to ruin the Thanksgiving or the I think number one is by far own. the most common. I mean, I, I, okay. I can I, think I, of many. I got to agree with you. Yeah, I can think of many Thanksgivings I've been at where it's like, oh gosh, like Frank, why'd you bring yeah. that up? Whatever. But yeah. <laughs> And, and what Frank is bringing up uh, is is politics. Oh boy. Oh boy. Let's let's get into politics. We're oh talking about gosh. it right now. It's going down at the Thanksgiving table. Yeah. We're oh getting gosh. passionate. We're yelling. Uh, <laughs> oh you know, no! We're, <laughs> no, yeah, no, because we're gonna we're gonna talk loud and we're gonna we're gonna prove our point yeah. by getting louder and right. louder and mm-hmm. louder. Yeah. I mean that that's the way to do it. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you, you talk politics, and the only way to get anybody on your side or to agree with you is mm-hmm. to yell at them. 
Correct. Yeah. You know, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Don't actually have any yeah. like valid insight. Just get. No, no, no. Just have your opinion. Yeah. No. Yeah. And it, it doesn't. It just has to be like one fact you may have saw on whatever yeah. news channel you were watching at that time. And you just, you so just you know, drive you hold it on home. out on it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You drive it home like a, like a stake on a railroad. You just that's beat it, it in yeah. and, and give it all she's got. So that's that, a, that definitely, I think, that's I think the number one. Yeah, that's yeah, a way. for that's, sure. That's a good one. That is a good one. Um, that will ruin your Thanksgiving because you leave, <laughs> everybody leaves the house and you, you wait till you have like that certain distance away from the front door. Yeah. And can you, can you believe Frank was talking about Biden again? I can't believe right? he was talking about Trump again. Oh my! You, you right. wait for that little distance before you start laying in. Like, gosh, that was stupid. You oh ruin a Thanksgiving, gosh. boy. Yeah. yeah. I, I uh, told Bobby wouldn't have had to leave if he didn't disagree with me. Right. <laughs> As you're eating your green bean casserole. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that is my favorite though. Too is when somebody's talking politics and like it's the same thing with anything. It could be politics. It could be football. It could be whatever. There's always going to be somebody who probably has a little deeper understanding of it than you. And um, like Schlopper said that one time, uh, a jerk bait. You see somebody fishing it, and it doesn't take super long before you can tell. Like that dude doesn't know what he's doing with that thing, mm. or that guy's really good with a jerk bait. Like in politics, they'd be like, "Yeah, but he he helped those kids in that country." And it's like, okay, you don't know what you're talking right. about right now, but now you're <laughs> entrenched, and so you're just you're you're fortifying your yep. stance and you're going for it, but you don't really know what you're talking I, about. I just say, um, I guess I don't know enough about that. To have an opinion, Take and then a sip I walk of your away and turn around and roll <laughs> out, dude. Yeah, just roll out. That's the wisest move. Yeah. All right. Or, or I could just choose to do number two number and just two. be passive aggressive. Oh my gosh! Because I just think that's the right move to ruin Thanksgiving. Dude, like, passive aggressive like, is so frustrating. Just be kind of like sarcastic yeah. and have these subtle little jabs. Okay. <laughs> They're right at home yeah. at Thanksgiving, yeah. just like yeah. potatoes and dry white meat. Mm, yeah, I'm man. a dark meat guy. Lola, are you a dark meat yeah. girl? Yeah. Yeah. I'm a dark meat guy. <laughs> You're a dark meat guy. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. <laughs> I thought that's what you were gonna say. I was gonna say something. Like, I'll give you some white meat later or something, like something really inappropriate. But I'm not gonna say that. So wouldn't it be dark? No. Okay. Well, I mean, I am. Yeah. All right. Keep going. Oh my lord. Off the rails. My ears are hot. Yeah. Um. Okay. Like you could try saying something mean. Okay. Like in a sort of like under the table way. Yeah. Like while you're you know, sitting there like eating or something. Like stare at the person yeah. and just kind of like make it awkward for a yeah. long amount of time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to come up with an example, but I'm yeah, not very like, good at being uh, passive aggressive. Yeah. Well, maybe I am. No, no I'm you're not. not really a passive aggressive I, I don't really person. do that. No. But you know, you know that awkwardness that like sets in when it's clear somebody sort of says something, but you don't really like fully get what they're saying. Like, oh, I thought we were going to have no lumps in the potatoes. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. But you can like feel yeah. that like that's directed at somebody. Like, oh, okay. And then you on the outside just want to leave. Oh, I thought like we were peeling the potatoes, but I guess we're oh, having that, yeah, this. It's sort of, okay. Yeah, dude, it's yeah, it's a. Uh, you know, everybody gets excited about the extra et- extra crunchy skin on the turkey. Mm. That's actually that's actually burnt. It's just burnt. Yeah, yeah it's just, that, that, that yeah. ain't Cajun. That's just black. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. The passive aggressive for the wrong reason. Yeah, passive aggressive. It sort of it sort of like creates this odd like exclusivity vibe where like if you're not really in on what's going on you're like uh so awkward. Yeah, it's so awkward. But like to be on, around on it. the flip side, yeah, like if anyone like dares, dares. to act passive aggressive towards okay. you yeah take it personal like 
just get loud and shout <laughs> things like, what? Me? Like, my potatoes? Yeah. You know, just How get all... How dare you? Yeah. Me? How dare you? Huh? Everything I've done for yeah. you. I mean, that's a that's a good bit of, like, advice for how to ruin anything. Take crap personally. And be like, vocal uh, about it. Yeah, and be open about it. Like, man, it's cold in here. Oh, did I not close the windows? And t- like, What are you talking? Nobody's yeah. even talking about you. Right, yeah. yeah. Just saying I'm chilly. <laughs> yeah, take it personal. That's super funny. Yeah. All right, number three... That yeah, we're on yeah. number three. How to ruin Thanksgiving? This is a good one. <laughs> this is a good one because uh, my mom is a counselor. So is mine. Lola's mom is a counselor, <laughs> um, and sometimes my I mom have- needs counselor. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone needs a counselor. <laughs> and so I've actually had conversations with my mom. Where I'm like, Mom, I just need you to like be my mom. You ain't got to give me like. Freud's theory. Oh, yeah. of I've had to say that whatever. to my mom. I do not yeah. want you to be my counselor right now. I yeah. don't want you to be my mom right now. Just be my friend. Just, just talk to just me. Talk yeah. to me. <laughs> so number three is a great way to ruin Thanksgiving is to fix everyone. Mm-hmm. Fix yeah. everyone. Make it your goal at Thanksgiving when you get there with your family, when you're hanging out before dinner, after dinner, during dinner. Um, it's the perfect time to be an expert on absolutely everything. And give everybody, this is the key now, this is the key. If you want to ruin your Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. give advice to people uh, that they didn't ask for. Oh, yeah. Did they ask for that advice? No. Go for it. Give it to them. Give it to them. What's um, your opinion? And I'll tell <laughs> you how you'll, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll tell you how you know <laughs> that you found the sweet spot mm. is after you say something, if there's like a strange amount of silence yeah. before the next person starts talking because everybody's just in, rolodexing like, inside their brains. Like, how do we change this real yeah. quick? Like if you're yeah. on some, like, right, yeah. if you're on some, like telling old aunt Patty, yeah, you should totally consider joining a gym. I mean, the gym I go to, it's got a whole bunch of old fatties like you. That'd be great. <laughs> You know, like like an awkward, like whatever, or like, yeah, that yeah. if it gets real quiet after you say something, and you're see, trying to fix somebody, you did it right. If you did that you did at our it. Thanksgiving with your mom, she'd be like, Jordan, Michael, Robert. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> there would be no silence. She would but, just Yeah, she him. would, but she'd also be the one to bring up like, hey, so Rick, how's your ED? Or we'd be like, "Gripes, mom, you know, like, this ain't it. This ain't the time. Who's gonna eat the lumpy taters?" But you know, they got pills for that. Yeah, and they, I, I, I had a pop up on my computer. You can get generic Viagra right. now, Rick. Oh my god! I just saw it. Yeah. All the I'm is I just saw the ad. Yeah. Let me pull up my phone and see if I can find it real quick. Oh, that's not it. Oh, I got to text back old uh, Steve here, and yeah, yeah. Fix everyone. Yeah. Make it your mission. That's awesome. That's too funny. Uh, yeah, I, I think uh, I think the next, you know, point number four on how oh. to number four how to ruin a Thanksgiving Let's hear it, Nate. is just just let everybody know how much better something else is somewhere else. So okay. if you had some green bean casserole, yeah. uh, you know, two years ago at at Jack's Thanksgiving, yeah. you yeah. just let them know, hey, mm. this is good, but but that one, that, ain't that one, oh, ooh, that is not Jack's green bean casserole. Yeah, make somebody just you know? feel like garbage who's been slaving all yeah. morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you spend you know five hours smoking a turkey, and it ah, this this smoked turkey is good. But have you ever fried a turkey? Have oh, you ever deep gosh. fried one? Because I've heard that exact that, question at fifty Thanksgiving. Exactly. Every, oh, regu- every regular turkey, it's like, oh, have you ever had a deep fried one though? Shut up. 
Right. <laughs> this it isn't took, a deep fried took, one, you jerk. <laughs> it took that guy. It took that guy twelve minutes to deep fry that turkey, yeah. and three of it were injecting it with you know some store bought seasoning. I, yeah. Exactly. I, I made this seasoning. I mixed it up. I brined this turkey yeah. for twenty four hours. Yeah. I put it on the smoker. I took you know eight hours to smoke this bird and you're going to tell me how much better fried turkey is. You know, you can get turkeys at Popeye's now, right? Shut up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't even got to cook them. We yeah, just go yeah, by go to Popeyes. Yeah, lazy yeah. and fast. No. Who's driving? Yeah. Or, yeah. Hey, hey, you know what you could, you might could do, you could combine Lola's passive aggressiveness Mm-hmm. Not her, but like her her advice to ruin yeah. Thanksgiving with the food on some like you know what else drives me effing nuts what? about passive aggressive <laughs> is there's always this form of like victim mentality in it. Yeah. Like like the subtle jabs, like you ain't got the balls to say it outright, so you say it sort of like surreptitiously, like you know, sort of like subtle. Uh like, oh, so there's no French silk, just pumpkin. No, that's, that's fine. That's good. That's that's okay. Only just, pumpkin pie here. Oh, 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 you're only <laughs> like a pumpkin. Okay. Only oh, pumpkin. oh, there's no is, fruit. Pies. Oh, wait, 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 wait. This is real talk. What? Oh, this is like a store bought pumpkin pie. <laughs> you can get the f <laughs> out. Exactly you can right, go, yeah. dude. You can. You don't go. have to have any. Oh, this wasn't yeah. an organic pumpkin. Shut. Yeah, knowing up. Yeah. <laughs> knowing wholeheartedly nobody cooked this. Oh yeah. Oh my God, who baked this pie? Oh, oh. <laughs> village ended. I'm sorry. I yeah. had no idea. Setting them up yeah. on purpose. Hey, who, somebody take credit for this great pie. Shut up, yeah. Gail. <laughs> you know, we don't bought this that quick was, trip on the way over. It was anti-V, okay? Yeah, dude. Shut up. Getting all stupid with it. That's how you ruin a Thanksgiving, boy. That's how you that ruin is, it. And there's yeah. a whole bunch of other ways, too. Oh, yeah. But there's what a about, bunch of ways. There what are. about how you don't ruin, how to not ruin yeah. Thanksgiving, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Focus on other people and focus on what you're truly thankful for. Yeah, that's good. I think that that's, I don't know, like AKA positivity is worth the effort. Yeah. And I th- I do think focusing on other people, if everybody went to like a Thanksgiving dinner or really any situation on some like, let me focus on someone besides myself. Like how can I help? Yeah. Or what, what are the kids doing? They're kind of getting hungry let me get some snacks for them or let's let's play a game let's go outside and play football or yeah just be together and help or teach them how to peel the carrots or whatever or be the first person after the dinner to start picking up some picking dishes up. yep yeah yeah just little like just like think that. about somebody else before yeah, you that's awesome and most of the time it ain't no big thing like if, if let's just say you have 20 people at your thanksgiving i don't know how big your thanksgiving is you know let's just make up a number 20 people yeah. you know like carlos last week from guac and roll like i'm sure their thanksgiving is humongous because they have mm-hmm. a big family and what, but even if it's a huge family like that if after dinner you start picking up the dishes even if you only do it by yourself it's probably going to take you 10 minutes to get yeah. them from the table to the you know, God forbid. Yep. <laughs> That's not that big of a whoop. Yeah, and it's helpful. Super helpful. Especially for the people that have like, usually, maybe this isn't usual, but like for our family, my mom and dad are going to make the turkey and the mm. potatoes and we're doing like a charcuterie board and bringing some pies and I don't know who's doing green bean casserole because I want it, but my mom used like, what are they called? We call them grass beans. They look like like grass, yeah, blades like of grass. Ones. And I yeah, was like, yeah. mom, never again. Green beans. 
Yeah, yeah string but, beans. But style. it wasn't it wasn't yeah. like a whole bean. Yeah, where it's like you know sliced in half. Yeah, like, and I was like, like Mom, lengthwise. never again. Yeah, but it's, I it's also like I don't want canned beans. I'm yeah. sorry, I just don't want that. <laughs> I want that, frozen. Is that where your passive aggressive comes? Oh, are these canned beans in this casserole? My mother <laughs> is not passive aggressive, but I think she would say that. Yeah, but maybe not in that way. Maybe she'd be like, Oh, we didn't use frozen. Something like that. Ooh. And then I'd slap her. Wow, you're gonna, that's a good no. way to ruin Thanksgiving, too. Physically <laughs> assault people at your Thanksgiving. Your mother. It'll be, yeah, no, you'll ruin it quick. I love her. You'll ruin it um, quick. But what was I going to say? Oh, but other people, like, bring stuff. But, like, whoever is hosting, like, it's helpful. Like, in yeah, the kitchen. Really unless they're like, nope, get out of my kitchen. And the, yeah, they but may if you, say they don't want but help, but they probably do. They do. If you bring the dishes to them, like, I want to load my own dishwasher. Like, I'm weird about it, and there are specific ways I like to put it in, but if people clear the table for me, and yeah. the plates are ready for me, and the glasses are there, awesome. Like, that's helpful. Yeah, it really is, for yeah. sure. Um, another another really quick way that's not really in our notes to, to ruin Thanksgiving hmm. is just be totally situationally unaware hmm. I, and I'm guilty of this I remember a couple of years ago um, in Eau Claire at my mom's house uh, we were having Thanksgiving like right before like, the food was served and I'm sitting down at the at my mom's big uh, dining room table and I'm sitting near Tanner my cousin who at the time I think was a vegan or a mm. Presbyterian or something <laughs> I'm just kidding I'm just kidding Catholic <laughs> I'm just kidding. He was, I think he was like a full blown. Um, what's that other one? If you're not vegan, like pescatorian Pesca, or yeah. something. I was gonna say Episcopalian. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so he's full blown vegan, full blown. Every animal is a good animal, you know, whatever. Like swerve to not run over a squirrel or something type of dude. And my uncle asked me how I'd been doing hunting and I think like sitting right next to Tanner right as the food's about to be served totally situationally unaware I was like well dude I absolutely smoked a coyote I shot him through the back and the arrow went out through his face and pinned him to the ground <laughs> and, and you know Tanner started like crying and passed out or something because <laughs> oh I'm just so like I'm, I'm just so thinking like my my uncle uh who asked me about it you know he's like a dude's dude and, and I'm not saying that Tanner's not he's a vegan at all but that wasn't really his thing and I was just like and I remember looking over at him and he just looked like disgusted and I looked at my mom and she had that look of like I love you but you're stupid on her face you know right, uh, so that's, that's another so good funny. way that's another good way to ruin it just don't read the room and just do your own thing. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm very good at that. Let's uh, let's let's get up out of here. We're getting close to the um, kind of closing up shop on Thanksgiving. Lola, Nate, hit me with a couple things that you're thankful for. I'll go first really quick because I have them written down. And I wanted to encourage you both, and you don't have to do it this way at all, okay. um, but I wanted to encourage you both to not make it a Lifetime movie or like an ABC Family Christmas movie. Um Here's the name okay. of an ABC Family Christmas movie right out now at the top of my head. The Christmas Tree Farm Prince. Wow, that's like a combination of a couple of my favorites. Yeah, that's got to be one or it will be one. Um, the so one that I watched yeah, yesterday, yeah, sure. her name was Molly Frost. And she was a, Molly she was Frost. a baker. Shut up. And she was baking for something. And then some man came and he was the the grandson of the owner of the, I don't know. All of these movies feel like they're written by a seventh grader who's trying to write a really good okay, book. Okay, I love every single one of them. I know, it's so <laughs> cute right, and sad. Let's keep going. Um, but let's not make it that. <laughs> let's not say, what are you thankful for? I'm thankful for uh, 
Living in a land where freedom is the expression of my heart. That's exactly verbatim what I was going to say. Shut up. Wow. Uh, you can say a real one. You can say, you, can say, you can say a cutesy one if you want, but let's say one really practical one, even if it comes across as almost Why materialistic. Why are there rules with what we're thankful I just, for? You don't have to. I said that, but I just want... I, I, I'm okay, a, you just I'm a, do I'm it. I'm going to go. I'm going to do me, I, and it's going to sound stupid, I, and I don't care. Number one, what am I thankful for? Let's do the, let's do the real one first. Um... I'm thankful for my family, and I know that's like a very typical answer, um, but there are times in life where life just effing sucks. Not all the time, and not even very often, but there are times in life where it's really difficult, and I I hope this isn't unhealthy. I'll have to ask our counselor mothers what they feel about it, <laughs> but sometimes I look at my family, even Gus, who's a baby, um, I look at my family like little emotional crutches, not all the time, because I don't mm. want to be icky codependent but like there's times where i feel like i can't walk on my own and i feel like i really get strength from them and uh that's sort of like yeah. a beautiful a beautiful thing and I'm, I'm glad that they're around and i'm glad that my i'm glad that every time i tell somebody at work like how many kids do you have and i'm like six they're like holy crap and i'm like i love the craziness of it yeah i love the chaos of it i love that you know thanksgiving is going to be fun and crazy and and yeah whatever my materialistic thing mm-hmm. that i'm really thankful for is my boat Okay. I love Loretta. I love having a bass boat. I will never forget the first time. Do people know that a, the boat's name is Loretta? We just, have a boat. Lola and I, just I need have to a, clear yeah, that up. I'm thankful for Loretta. They're like, who's Loretta? Who the heck? Yeah. You threw that Every one time in there. I get on her. Yeah, yeah. She's she's got a All big wide body wild, on though. her. I'm gonna kick you. Yeah, she's got a big wide body. And, uh, anyway, uh, our bass boat is a legend, and so it's L legend. We named it Loretta. Uh, kind of like Loretta Lynn, like old yeah. school, whatever. Uh, but I'm really thankful for that. I remember the first time as a kid being in Hayward fishing from a boat, being like, this is so cool being way off from the shore, mm-hmm. you know? And I never, I don't lose that feeling. Yeah. When we fish tournaments, when we're just doing fun fishing, all fishing is fun fishing. There you go. Uh, it's just awesome having a boat. And then the third one it, it is. is I'm I'm so thankful for our sponsorship from Duke Cannon. <laughs> Uh, and their lip balm. So you're gonna bring it to life, like you're. you're I'm gonna manifest gonna it, dude. Yeah, I'm that's what I was trying to say. Existence here. <laughs> yes, yeah, thank Duke you for Cannon sponsorship. Me. Duke Cannon <laughs> sponsorship. Say it over and over. They have that lip balm that looks like a small summer sausage, and it's Seriously, awesome. It's awesome. Somebody else go. Um, Nate, do you want to go? I will go. Oh, okay. and, uh, yay! <laughs> I, I'll, I'll hit you with my my serious one first. Uh, and, serious, uh, that's a good word. For you it. know, yeah, as as you know, you know, everybody says family, all that stuff. Of course, I'm extremely thankful for my family, but, yeah. uh, most of all, uh, thankful for my wife, Alexa, shout, shout out. out to her. Blah, blah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, putting, putting up with my, with my craziness, running around fishing, hunting, doing all the stuff I do. And then, you know, her, uh, working kind of a second, third, last shift job you know late at night she you know takes care of our children all morning long gets ready for school does does that whole bit uh while you know while i'm off at work uh you know hanging out not doing a whole lot so (laughs) i'm extremely thankful for her and and everything she brings to our family Uh, Mm, I, I, i don't i don't i feel like i don't talk about her enough uh she's she's pretty she's pretty awesome well we love so her that's, so that's uh yeah. yeah yeah absolutely as do i so that's that's my serious one and then okay. i'm gonna say i'm gonna say kind of materialistic slash serious slash i don't want to call it boasting or bragging or okay. anything but uh 
I would, I, I'm thankful for my, uh, mechanically inclined ability. Wow. Um, yeah, that's good. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, that's, thing, a, that's a good one. That's yeah. A, that's a good one. Yeah. So, so one thing I absolutely love to do, and sometimes it's to a fault, uh, <laughs> according to my wife, um, is, is help out people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is, is help out helpful. people. Any, yep. yeah. Anytime I can, I can lend a hand, uh, to, to anybody. Well, friends, especially because family. you're able. Exactly. You have, and that, you have and the, the skills. Yeah. And so you're like, why wouldn't I help them? Yeah. And it, you know, most of the time it doesn't, it doesn't take a lot out of my day or my time or my, you know, you know yeah. whatever it may be. Um, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't take as much effort as it brings gratitude to, to people, mm. well you put. know? So, yeah. um, you know, so I, I, I'm thankful for that. I have the ability to, to help people and, and, uh, you know, I've done it to, to tons and tons and tons of friends, uh, Helped my brother-in-law this week. My other brother-in-law in the past, uh, Jordan. I don't know how many times I've helped you with projects. One thousand and eleven. <laughs> uh, <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean. Uh, and, and I love. I absolutely love helping people. There's, there's not a time where somebody's going to ask my assistance that if I can actually give it to them, I will say no. There's never. I. I that's that's the one thing that I'm very like thankful that. for. Is uh, you know being able to help things, uh, help people and, uh, you know, so take I a little that. bit off of their plate. Like I said, it's sometimes to a fault to where I have a project at home. I probably should be doing, but instead I'm putting brakes on somebody's car or a lift kit or you know, whatever <laughs> it may yeah, be, yeah. uh, you know, wiring up their boat electronics or you know, whatever. But, uh, okay, I, I enjoy one. that. I enjoy that stuff. So that's, that's mine. So what's your, uh, what's your Duke cannon thing you're thankful for? My Duke Cannon is is uh, is just like me. It's that thick body wash. You know what I mean? <laughs> thick body wash. <laughs> hey, that thick body though. wash yeah, is really is nice. so legit. It yeah. Is, uh, Come on, Duke Cannon, sponsor us for God's sake. Great. Yeah, holler at us, uh, Duke Cannon. Uh, but that thick body wash ain't <laughs> yeah. no joke. No doubt. All right, Lola, you're up. Okay. Um, I am thankful for. Being able to be a stay-at-home mom, mm. um, having a husband that provides for our family so I'm able to be home is such a gift. And <laughs> I'm like crying. I'm like really thankful for that because being able to be with Gus every day is just the best. Oh, um, absolutely. Heck yeah. Um, I guess that means I'm thankful for my husband too. Um, and of course my family, but that's what (laughs) (laughs) came to me first. Um, my material thing, I, mm. are you going to say Duke Cannon thick body wash? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I don't really like smelling like a dude, like a, like a Uh, thick dude. Um, but you said, I thought she was going to say her ability to slow roll a jackhammer. Well, that that is that is a skill so she has. Dude. She so does awesome have that skill. It. Yeah, she actually really. The funny thing is, we joke about Lola and like, oh, she throws a jackhammer, throw the jet. What? She's really actually good with it, though. Like weird casting angles and gets it in spots. And yeah, the last derby we fished together, she and I, she was the only one to put a keeper in the boat on the jackhammer. Uh-huh. And yeah, she's legitimately actually good with it. Thank you. Um. I, I'm thankful for iced coffee. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that ain't a bad one. It brings me so much yeah, joy. That's not and a bad one. I Absolutely. don't I don't like pick up coffee often at all, but my sweet friend Lene, she like 
ran- I haven't out, seen Lene. her. Point, point, point. I haven't seen her in like over 10, 10 years, 15 wow. years. We've yeah. just been friends on Instagram and, um, she Venmoed me $7 the other day and was like, coffee on me today. Hope you're doing well. I'm like, what the heck? Yeah, that's so rad. And so that is awesome. an iced coffee. I don't cool. know. It was just like, it's just like a special treat. And it makes me happy. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's a cool thing to have friends who actually give a rat's behind enough to, you know, $7. That's not like this life changing amount of money, but it's such a cool thing for somebody to think of you and actually yeah. do something about yeah. it. Like, that's pretty cool. Um, also, what else am I, th- I'm thankful for so much. And so having to narrow it all down is really hard for me. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm thankful for a lot of things. I'm thankful yeah. to give our kids a really good Christmas and, um, I love wrapping presents yeah, and really that's, good at it. that's just really fun. And so I'm, I'm thankful for being able to get them cool gifts and wrap them up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're doing our best to be really like intentional and thoughtful and, some fun stuff, just some goofy fun stuff, sure, but also like yeah. things that mean something to our kids. We that started will. a few years ago, we started doing something you want, something you need, something to wear, something to read. So yeah. then they all have four gifts to I open. I like that. That's, yeah, that's, that's really cool. Because I like that a lot. Then it just, it isn't like, oh, did we get enough for so-and-so? Oh, did we, oh, let's keep going. Because, I mean- Jordan and I both love to give gifts. Yeah, to a fault even. Where and like last minute I'll go to somewhere and drop $300 and they didn't need anything yes. else. And I'll and I'm like, get no. five more things. Yes, and just- it's like, okay, and it's exciting and it's wonderful, but like, do we need more stuff? Right, and do they so need more do stuff? Do they need more stuff? Yeah. And are they going to remember this? And, and so I print out these lists for them each year that they can give us ideas, like three ideas, four ideas, whatever, each category, and then... Yeah, and then, of course, this year, Jordan likes to do this thing where he... Sorry, I'm getting to Christmas talk now, but... No, it's good. He loves to make bets with our kids, um, or, like, like okay, like, he'll be stuff. skateboarding, right? <laughs> and he's, like, at the I'll skate park, park, and he's, like, something. okay, if I land this trick, we're going to go get ice cream. Okay, 15 tries later, and he lands it, we're getting ice cream! I'm, yeah. like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> like, no, 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 this try. This try. Oh, oh I, I, I meant one. this one. Okay, I guess yeah. we're going to just have an ice cream party at home. You yeah, know, I'll usually, like, try and do a trick that I'm not that good at. I remember one time specifically in, uh, what's that town? LeClaire, mm-hmm. Iowa, across the river from where we lived. There's I think a, my parents were in town. Were they? Yeah, because I think my There's dad was, little, like, it was 54 tries. Uh, <laughs> There's a little, there's a little like mini ramp and it's like eight inches off the side of it in the middle. It's not very far down. And I kept telling the kids if I can ollie up onto the mini ramp, kind of ride up it and then come back down fakie and then do a fakie frontside kickflip off of it. And of course, nobody knows what he's saying. Some people, there might be some. No, no, no. I'm saying our children. They're like, okay, do the trick. Cause they'll know if you're like, oh, I landed it. They'll be like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then I, and then I would get closer and closer and then I'd have one where I kind of fell off. They're like, no, you were on it. You were on it. You were on it. That's, that's a count. That, that makes, that's a make that counts. And then, yeah so this year I did that again but we were at the park and yeah. he had the basketball yeah and he was like almost I was it was at past, the other side three yeah, point line it was like yeah the other side of the court yeah. whatever and he said if I make this shot everyone gets a bonus gift for, for Christmas. Christmas well sure as shoot Thunk. and he looks at me and I'm like are you kidding <laughs> <laughs> I was like what happened to four gifts yeah um and then so then right away they're like oh I want this for my bonus gift I want I this for like, my bonus gift I want this for my bonus gift you don't get to decide what your and bonus gift is I'm like just looking is. at her like sorry 
because we have it all planned out. Yeah. And have, but I mean, it's still kind of a fun deal because they so all lost fun. their minds. They yeah. were so pumped. Yeah, it was really sweet. That's so awesome. I don't know That's why so I went on that tangent. But. No, I like it. <laughs> yeah, because you're thankful for my basketball skills. That's so true. Yeah. I mean, I think most That's people. Attractive. Are, yeah, that Jado. Uh, I think most people when when they meet Lola, they're like, "Tell me about your husband." First thing, she like smiles, kind of bats her eyes. She's like, "Well, he's a baller. <laughs> he he shoots them hoops, though." Yeah. Yeah. You should see him from the three point line, girl. He got follow through and backspin. Is that how I talk? Uh, that's how I talk. <laughs> So, so yeah, I right. a little, yeah, yeah. Before we before we close her out, I really wanted to end on like a super positive deal because this whole podcast is called How to Ruin Thanksgiving, and I would bet some of y'all have some stories. Oh my gosh, um, please tell of us like ruined Thanksgivings or you know somebody drinking too much or I don't know. There's a lot of ways to ruin or an ambulance showing up because so and so choked or had or, or burnt. The the, yeah. the the turkey lit on fire, yeah, or I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to end on something really positive. I'm sure a lot of you have heard of this story, um, but it's just the coolest. Like it's just the cutest, coolest yeah. Thanksgiving story ever. Um, and so in 2016, this lady, a grandma, text uh, her grandson. She thought it was her grandson. Uh, text a phone number to invite him to Thanksgiving. She didn't know, like unbeknownst to her, he had changed his phone number. And so she starts texting some totally random human being. And uh, he was like kind of lighthearted and kind of fun with it, knowing that like this is not my grandmother yeah. texting me. And he's like, um, who is this? And she's like, what are you talking about? This is your grandma. And he's like, I don't think so. And she like wasn't believing it. And so he was like, well, let me see a picture of you. And so she sent him a picture and she's like, you know, grandma and she's white. And this is like a young, I think he was in high school at the time, mm-hmm. a young black dude. So he sends a picture back of him, you know, a young black dude. He's like, you're not my grandma. And she's like, <laughs> and she's like, she's like, oh shoot, sorry. And he's like, it's all good. Can I still come through and get a plate or something? Yep. Like, can I come through for Thanksgiving? And her response was something to the effect of, of course you can. I'm a grandma. This is what we do is take care of people. Mm-hmm. And sure as shoot, he showed up for Thanksgiving. This I mean, totally, I mean, this totally <laughs> random dude, right? And now this year, this will be their eighth Thanksgiving that they spend together. I love that so much. And I he think- goes every year. I think her husband, her husband died a couple passed years away ago. a couple years ago. Yeah. And, and he was like there for her. Yeah. And they're basically family at this point. I like love they that go out to so eat much. during like, the I year. I love it. They hang out. And um, I just think that's the coolest deal. Do you deal. think he calls her grandma? He might at this point, honestly. I hope so. <laughs> but I just think it's the coolest thing ever. Like kind of an accidental whoops. And he, yeah. he kind of, I, I'm assuming he was just kind of being silly. It was like, can I still get a plate? I think it's how he said it. Yeah. Um, and she's like, of course. And he actually showed up. And now yeah. he shows up every year yep. and they're basically, they're basically family, family. you know? So there really are still some like pure hearted, loving, positive, good, awesome people left on the planet. It's so easy to get on CNN, get on Fox news, watch your local news, whatever, and see so much negative. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of cool, positive stuff out there too. So shout out to these people who still understand like the meaning of Thanksgiving to be thankful, um, to press pause on all the in the world yeah. and focus on something beautiful. And so I love it. I yeah. love it. You guys got anything yeah, else before we close it up? That's such an awesome story. Yeah, no, dude, that's, it's so man, rad. That's a, yeah, great way to end it. That's for sure. Yeah, man. Look it up if you've never heard that story. You, I mean, if you literally Google like white grandma text number at Thanksgiving or something like that, you'll find it. And he's like, 
tall and she's little and it's just such a yeah. cool like it's such a beautiful dynamic that like age didn't keep them from being friends race didn't keep them from being friends it was an accident and you know that's beautiful it's wonderful yeah i love it yeah so just remember that like that. positivity is worth the effort yeah we'll catch you on the next one bye peace Great Outdoors Month celebration presented by Battery Tender every Tuesday and Sunday in June from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Enjoy fishing and hunting content that will inspire you to get outside, but also to take action in preserving the land and water that allows us to do what we love most. Tuesdays and Sundays in June starting at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment 